0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Sounding Jewish Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Samantha Cooper, and each episode presents my conversations with musicologists, ethnomusicologists, and sound study scholars who specialize in the music and sound of Jewish experience. Today's bonus episode will feature some of our many listeners sharing their thoughts on whether there is such a thing as Jewish music or Jewish sound. Some also reflect on how the many answers to this question continue to play a role in their daily lives.
1: My name is Lily. I am Sam's childhood friend. I'm an amateur clarinetist and I sing a little bit. (laughs) I recently had an experience that engaged this question of what is Jewish music. And then when I started listening to the podcast, it really brought it up for me again. I'm sort of tangentially affiliated with Chabad, given that my husband comes from a Chabad family. And I was asked to play clarinet and sing a little bit at a women's Chabad event recently. And so we were talking with the organizers about what I should play and sing. And I thought I would play some Nagunim on clarinet. Everyone agreed. And then I thought maybe I'd lead everyone in singing the song Ale Breda, which is a Yiddish song, sort of about how everyone is brothers, everyone is sisters. It's like a really nice song. And they said, I'm not sure if that's a religious enough song for this group. I'm not sure if that really counts, quote unquote, Jewish music, because many of the people who would be in attendance only listen to what they call Jewish music. And I thought that was really interesting as why that song would not necessarily count. And I was talking to my husband, who grew up in in this ultra-Orthodox Chabad community, And he said, oh, I guess in this context, Jewish music means written by Orthodox composers for an Orthodox audience. I thought that was really interesting because, I mean, I am myself, I mean, more modern Orthodox, but I am Orthodox. And that is not how I would personally define Jewish music. I mean, I'm a clarinetist. I grew up playing Klasma Music (laughs) personal view of what's considered Jewish music is quite a bit broader than that. I thought that was an interesting question. And then me and my husband got to talking, and he was telling me that there's really a wide array of definitions of what people would consider Jewish music in in certain Orthodox communities, and they don't necessarily um, jive with one another. For example, across the Orthodox world, you'll hear Debbie Friedman's Havdala tune. People don't necessarily know that it was written by Debbie Friedman, and if they knew it was written by a Reformed composer, they might take issue with it. sort of like a well-kept open secret that just everyone uses it because it's a beautiful tune. So it's, it's an interesting live question and it's something that I engaged with recently.
2: My name is Dr. Robert Lowen. I began teaching cantors approximately 30 years ago. Although I had sung in high holiday services for years before, This was a totally new area of teaching for me. I've taught cantors across the spectrum of Judaism, including reform cantors, conservative cantors, and orthodox cantors. The orthodox teaching I have done included working with pop singers, well-known in the orthodox community, and with new arrivals in Toronto, discovering their voice in service of their synagogue work. I have helped prepare bat and bar mitzvah adolescents, and have worked with many high school students. To say that I love Jewish liturgy falls far short of my experience. My spiritual life has been transformed through my work with my cantors and with all of my Jewish students.
0: Three. Is
2: there Jewish music? Absolutely, we know that from the music that is sung in synagogue. And we also know that Jewish music is much bigger than that. But my focus here is on the work that I've done. The body of what I have taught and coached is hazanut, from common rituals to prayers and further to high art cantorial music founded in the work of Solzer in the 19th century. Working with cantors has taken me into the world of Yiddish music, much of this profoundly moving. What is Jewish music for me? The synagogue experience lies in sung prayer. The psalmist even goes so far in Psalm 109 verse 4 to say, I am prayer. Prayer is what the psalmist does when he sings And when we sing, we are always in prayer. That is my lesson that lives with me daily from each of my students that I've worked with. Is there a Jewish sound? To some, there certainly is a characteristic Jewish sound in cantorial singing. But in my experience, my main interest lies in healthy singing, not what is the character. It is less about a character quality and more about, does the singer and their voice serve the interest? A question I ask often, what does this mean? And then further, what does it mean to you as you lead a congregation? And that is the essence of what all singers and performers are faced with.
0: My name is Lisa. I am a non-Jewish listener of the podcast, and I would have to say that my favorite episode is Amanda Rubenthal-Stein's. I really loved her story and how her passions drove her to where she is today. And I just love this podcast because I'm learning so much that I never knew before.
3: My name is Mike Greenberg. I host the Kol Yehudim Show, a weekly Jewish music broadcast both on terrestrial radio as well as live streaming on the web. The show encompasses all styles of Jewish music. Now in order to identify what is Jewish music, in simplest form would be to break it down into two categories. First, religious music primarily comes from Tanakh, Talmud, and other Jewish texts. It can also include piyutim and pizmonim, which are types of religious poetry that can be part of a liturgical setting. Often overlooked, though, are current religious pop artists such as Ishai Ribo, Idan Rachel, and Gad Elbaz, who write and compose music using religious themes, not directly from a text. Second, art and entertainment music can include music used at lifestyle celebrations such as Simon Tov and Mazel Tov and Havanagila. It would also encompass most Yiddish music, which can depict day-to-day life in the shtetlach of Europe, as well as the daily life as immigrants. In addition, Israeli pop music, klezmer instrumentals, Ladino-Sephardic love songs, and parodies of secular songs changed to a Jewish theme. It is extremely important, though, to note that the melodies of this music often differs based on the culture of the composer. Many familiar Jewish tunes often feature instruments and melodies of different lands.
4: Shalom, my name is Cantor Matt Osterklein, and I come to this discussion as a Jewish studies grad student, as a musician, and as a person of faith. Judaism comprises both a religion, and a people. Now, peoples over time create traditions, including music, which define who they are. So of course, Jewish people and their many subgroups have created definable styles of Jewish music, which form their normative traditions. But Judaism is also a religion, a religion which I would argue is agnostic about sound. Contrary to what you may have heard, no one aesthetic was revealed at Mount Sinai. Thus, Jewish music is perhaps more about process than product. Taking the raw materials around them, Jews have shaped their own music through their ethical needs, their liturgical needs, their expressive needs, and their communal values. This has happened for many generations at the communal level, and in our own modern era, very much at the individual level as well. So is there Jewish music? Sure there is, but it may be more of a verb.
0: And now a brief note from our sponsors. The Sounding Jewish Podcast is grateful to be sponsored by the American Society of Jewish Music, and its academic arm, the Jewish Music Forum. Every year, the Jewish Music Forum hosts a variety of academic programming, including public talks, lecture performances, and book launches. Its programs feature Jewish music in all of its diversity, and are always free and open to the public. On September 12th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom, I will be giving a talk titled Emma Goldman, Radical Anarchism and the Opera, hosted by the American Jewish Historical Society. On October 19th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom, the YIVO Institute for Jewish Research will host the launch of the much-anticipated Oxford Handbook of Jewish Music Studies, featuring the collection's editor, Dr. Tina Fruhauf, as well as a selection of contributing authors, including Dr. Eleanor Buzinski, Dr. Jessica Rhoda, and Dr. Meirav Rosenfeld-Haddad. Both of these upcoming programs are also sponsored by the American Society for Jewish Music's Jewish Music Forum, as well as UCLA's Lowell Milken Center for Music of American Jewish Experience. To receive a Zoom link for either of these programs, please register online using the links in the show notes. Thanks very much. Thank you so much to all of our wonderful contributors. To be featured on a future episode, please email me your brief MP3 recording or a voice note to the sounding Jewish podcast at gmail.com. Bye for now.